Today is Monday, September 9th, 2019, and welcome to the Montesano Football Coaches Show with Coach Terry Jensen. Coach, thanks for being here. Hey, love to be here. Thanks. So what we're going to try to do every Monday is get together and chat for a few minutes, talk about the last Friday's game, and then look at the upcoming opponent. So Aberdeen, Friday night, big win, probably uh, in more ways than one, getting 59 points on the board, but also getting off to a good start with the first game of the season. Yeah, I thought our kids played really well all three phases of the game, uh, offense, defense, special teams. We have weekly goals, and when we accomplish like 10 of those 12 goals, uh, they're rewarded more dog deeds, which is helmet decals. And I think this is the first time that I can remember that we're gonna every player is going to get 10 extra dog deeds this week. So we, we executed really well all three phases. Um, penalties was a little bit of a problem. We need to address that and still need to clean some things up and – the grades weren't we grade our kids on over the weekend and their grades were not spectacular either so there's lots of room for improvement so speaking of special teams we start off the game kicking off and uh knock the ball loose from aberdeen's ball carry recover move down the field and get our first of two field goals correct was it three I, that's what i thought it was more than two anyway jordan king and the big one was uh, right before the half, a 47-yarder, and I was at the opposite end of the field, but it looked like there was some room to spare. He could have gone maybe two, three more yards. Yeah, I, I think it might have been good from 55. I mean, it looked like it went about eight yards into the end zone. So, yeah, pretty spectacular. Again, special teams were recovered. Uh, we scored with like three seconds to go in the half and then uh, recovered the kickoff right after that and just lined up and kicked another one. Jordan had a... Had a great game. I think he was so excited over the 47-yard field goal and he missed a PAT in the, in the third oh, quarter. <laughs> so in your time here, is that the, the longest field goal you can remember? Yeah, that's by far. By far, I think the last might have been 38 or somewhere in that area. But, yeah, definitely the, the farthest well, since I've been here. And that was a huge momentum builder. Kids were pretty excited going into halftime with that. Right. I mean, back-to-back scores. So you added 10 points right there in the last 15 seconds of the, of the first half. So that's a big momentum. And then – to come out and and uh you know hunter schnorr another special teams play takes a second half kickoff and almost scores on it so we're already down there ready to score again that kind of broke their back after that i mean i think three scores and span of probably two minutes of game clock so pretty exciting the other part about that game is is you didn't punt one time so fairly efficient offensively like the one turnover was was the only time we turned it over yeah so that one turnover and um, it was down by the goal line, so it kind of probably prevented a score. But our running back had – he was doing what he was taught. He had high and tight, and then it's just somehow it came out, and they stripped it pretty well. Uh, good job by Aberdeen. So speaking of Aiden Darcy, he had a great game running the football. It seemed to me, and you've seen the film, so maybe I'm going to be wrong here, but it looked like the downfield blocking was pretty good because yeah. he was getting into the secondary and, and making some yards. Yeah. Uh, Braden Dorman really stood out as far as uh, – uh, blocking in the secondary and staying on blocks that first touchdown um about 20 25 yards brain was still on the block as as uh Darce crossed the goal line so uh, it was pretty exciting uh sam winter again he's out there a lot when in that set and then uh brent hollitz also there they were our three perimeter blockers when whenever aiden ran a sweep so good job by all three and speaking of Braden, he didn't get credit for it in the newspaper, but he did throw a touchdown pass there in the third quarter, which was a pretty nice ball. Yeah, yeah, it was actually right at the end of the second quarter, but it was a really good throw. Oh, that game just sort of ran together. <laughs> was it really second quarter? Yeah, it was right right at the end, and then we got the uh, 
the uh, kick right after that. So, yeah, it was a nice throw. He, he could have ran that, uh, but he knew the, the, the time situation that he may not have got in, and a uh, great throw to Sam. So how accurate, and you look at the Daily World stats, and it says I think Darst had 144 yards and uh, Sam had 113 or 14 yards receiving. Is that not to knock the Daily World at all because we love having him here, but how accurate is that compared to what you guys have? Well, uh, it's funny because the reporter from the Daily World comes over and takes a picture of our stats. He's not actually keeping the stats. But when you said that, I haven't read the article yet, but when you say that, uh, he has Darce's stats wrong because he had 132 yards. and But he was pretty accurate on Sam's. I think he had 112 on six catches. So uh, so I guess he's pretty accurate because he's he's taking photographs of what we're actually doing. Our, Mark Sigler's doing our stats, and he's just copying that. It's not like the old days when Rick Anderson and that crew would just keep their own stats as the game was going on. So talk about the uh, offensive line play to finish off. Well, and even let's talk about Trace in his first start at quarterback. But um, what were your thoughts on how the line played? Well, I think our line right now is a work in progress. Uh, we didn't have Kenny Coonrad. Uh, we didn't start Kenny because he'd been out and had a little bit of an injury in the Jamboree. Uh, but we're rotating a lot of bodies in there right now. We're trying to find the right five. Uh, I think it's a big area that uh, we, can, we can do a better job at. Uh, Trace, uh, for his first game, did a pretty good job. Um, he, he's he got to recognize a few things, and that's going to come with experience. Uh, like we're trying to go no huddle and go in tempo. I mean, there's a few times there where we could have snapped the ball and Aberdeen could have had 13 or 14 guys on the field at the same time. So and we just kind of waited because he was trying to read the defense. But when we're in that mode, we just, we just should just be going. And then defensively? pretty strong game I, I can think of one blown play where they had an open receiver and uh, fortunately that ball was overthrown a little bit uh, but just watching again from the sideline I thought Connor Hollitz did a nice job uh, who else stood out for you in, in your mind in terms of defense uh, I thought Brent played outstanding for us also Brent Hollitz um, and Connor did a good job uh, Sam was right there in the tackles Jordan King they both had six tackles uh, to hold that offense that's primarily running offense to 85 yards and averaging less than three yards a carry, that's a pretty good performance. Uh, uh, Coach Hollis did a great job with with the game plan, and, and I thought we shot the, shut the run down pretty well. The one pass that you're talking about was a halfback pass, and, yeah, we our corner bit pretty hard and came up hard on the run, and that guy got behind him. We were just lucky he overthrew it. So uh, – this week, we've got Shelton, 3A school, beat them last year 55-6, to six, something like that. Uh, they played North Mason this past Friday, got beat 20 to nothing. Obviously, you can't really go by year to year because in high school football, things change so much. But what do you expect out of Shelton this Friday? Well, they're very athletic watching them on film. They have a lot of, of uh, athletic-looking kids. I, they're just in a work in progress, I think, sort of, too. They have a new quarterback. Uh, the kid that played quarterback last year didn't turn out this year. Uh, they've changed their offense. They've changed some things defensively. They're in a 4-4, 3-3 type thing. They're alternating those. Um, they they're actually threw the ball more on Friday than they ran, which is unusual. Um, but they have athletes. It's just a matter of them getting them in the right spots. As you know, They're all kind of a lot of new guys on their field. I think they only have three or four returning starters on both sides of the ball. So uh, it's just getting experience for them right now. You know, first game, 
it's hard to go by what happens in the first game. You can turn the ball over a lot and make mistakes, and that's just you know the way first games go. And so our first of what seemed like many road games this year uh, and some long trips after this week, we'll go down to White Salmon. But I think it's f- is it four out of our first six on the road. Yeah, and so we've already had the first home, so this will be four out of five now, four out of five on the road. And that's just the way the schedule works on the – on the every other year rotation with four at home and five on the road, it just seems like these five on the road are we're going to put some miles on the buses mm-hmm. this year. It was nice last year because we had such an inexperienced team. It's always better to play at home. Now we're more of a veteran team, I think, and so uh, a sign of a great football team is being able to play well on the road. So we'll we'll find that out starting this week. The other thing I wanted to mention is you got a chance to play a lot of kids on Friday night and. Um, couple that stood out to me, Isaac and Isaiah Pierce, ran the ball hard. They're going to be fun to watch over the next three years. Yeah, they're uh, pretty going to be pretty incredible athletes, I think, down the road. Uh, they just need some experience. <clears throat> Isaiah's the running back. He ran really hard, and Isaac's the quarterback, and he ran the ball hard, too. They both did a great job. Uh, Isaiah's getting a lot of varsity reps right now at linebacker, kind of sharing a position right now, and, and uh, Isaac – is real close to getting some varsity time at corner. So, uh, yeah, there's nice to have them in the program. And another thing about special teams is we're able, we have some depth now. So, like those two kids, they're on about every special team. So it gives us some fresh bodies to get down and cover on kickoff and fresh bodies to block on kickoff return. So important stuff. The other kid that that I saw do some good things with Aaron, was Aaron Leno. Uh, having not played football in a while, but he made a couple tackles. Was uh, seemed like he was downfield blocking a couple times. Yeah, he's uh, right now our third corner, and so uh, you know we play with two corners. But he was on a rotation basis. He played about two thirds of the game on defense. Uh, so we're rotating series with those with those three corners, kind of keeping them fresh. Yeah, he's new to the program. Uh, you know. Just like Ian Gallington's new to the program, we would love to have had those guys for four years. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, they're coming out as first-year seniors, but they're athletic enough and they're able to help us in certain spots. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, and we look forward to, to uh, meeting next Monday and hopefully talking about another Bulldog victory. Well, I hope so. Let's we'll hope the weather stays sort of dry. It doesn't look good, but... Yeah, forecast looks like rain right now, so hopefully it'll dry up. So we should be winging it around the field then. Oh, I'm sure we will. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Coach. All right. Thank you.